Hello, listeners. This is Teresa with Twofold Recompense. I pray that you're having a blessed day. First, I'd like to make a shout-out to Carol for blessing the ministry. We had an awesome prayer time the other day. I pray that you're safe on the road, Carol. Today, I'd like to talk about the long-term effects of abortion and ministry for it. There are spirits of aimlessness, wandering, poverty, shame, guilt, and condemnation at work in someone that has had an abortion. These are long-term effects of someone that has had an abortion. There's a feeling of being stuck. If a prayer minister is unable to minister to someone that has had an abortion because it rubs them the wrong way, then don't. Because they will not get the ministry that they need. As these post-abortive women receive the ministry of healing, more wholeness and completeness begins. Then, in turn, they can minister to others, if called, needing this type of ministry. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. For myself, I believed, one of the lies that I had believed was that I have to do this. That is, to have the abortion. Lying is self-validation. I had accepted the world standard that I had to have the abortion, not wanting to be a part of the statistics of being a single mom pregnant out of wedlock. And a bigger lie, I believed, was God would not provide for me and my baby. A lot of lies, I believed, went into my decision, not just the two that I mentioned. The feeling that there would never be enough, That is a poverty mindset. The poverty mindset was instilled in me at a very young age. Then Satan added more to it with the pregnancy and then after with the abortion. It just kept on building upon itself until the curse of poverty was broken through prayer ministry. As I have mentioned before in my podcast, there was witchcraft in my childhood home. Witchcraft brings poverty. It opens the door for the demonic to come in. In my childhood home, there was a feeling of trying to get more, buy more, and it would not be enough than buying more. I was also told in the home growing up that we didn't have the money for this or that. That led to believing the lie that God is not my provider. But he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider, In Genesis 22, starting with verse 9, and this is when God is telling Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. So in verse 9 it starts, When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there. Then he laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took hold of the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, saying, Abraham, Abraham. He answered, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear and revere God, since you have not held back from me or begrudged giving me your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and glanced around, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering and an ascending sacrifice instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day on the mount of the Lord it will be provided. 
So God is our provider. And he does not want you to sacrifice your own child through abortion to Molech. I'll talk about that in another podcast. To continue on with the Ministry of Processing Abortion, first, we admit there is a problem. Demons are very legalistic and will not go anywhere until we break curses operating in our lives, also forgiving those we need to forgive, repenting of having had the abortion or abortions, and breaking any inner vows we may have made. We need to address these open doors, just mentioned, close them, and take the legal ground back from the enemy. When legal ground is broken, the enemy has to flee. The enemy has to go. Second, we are to confess our part and repent for having had the abortion or abortions. We confess that it's sin, and we repent from having committed the sin. Whatever you were possibly told growing up, I was told kids are expensive, just another mouth to feed, they are not going anywhere, so you better make sure that you're ready to have that kid. So to me as a kid, that hurt me, and I had to forgive my parents or my mom for saying that, because I looked at it like, oh, that's how you see me. I'm just another mouth to feed. I'm expensive. So there was pain from that. And like I had mentioned in a previous podcast, when God heals you from something, it causes other things to surface that you need healing from. So rather, we need to repent for believing the lie that God would not provide. That's one of the things I had to repent of. Third, Forgive those involved. Forgiveness comes from the heart, the inner man, the spirit. Those words can be used interchangeably. We get wounded in our heart. The hurt gets lodged in the heart. So we forgive from the heart. There needs to be an emotional release from the heart towards those that we need to forgive. And you can make a list of the people to forgive and make your list specific to you and your situation. Number one, forgive yourself. The hardest person for me to forgive was me. In my book, Sea of Cots, it is a memoir, and I talk about my abortion. There's a ministry for processing abortion. I talk about that more in depth in my book. Of course, my abortion testimony is in there. The prayer for healing from abortion is in there. The satanic ritual abuse that had happened, that's also in there. Your own specific list may include, of course, yourself, the father of the aborted baby or babies, everyone that worked at the clinic, the staff, anesthesiologist, the abortionist, whoever took the money at the front desk, the people in the recovery room, whatever your situation is and wherever you went to have the abortion. The fourth thing is to ask God for forgiveness. Ask God to forgive you. When we are guilty, we are in need of mercy. In Titus 2.12 it reads, It has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness, irreligion, and worldly passionate desires, to live discreet, temperate, self-controlled, upright, devout, spiritually whole lives in this present world. It has trained us. The it in this is the grace of God. The grace of God 
is God's unmerited favor and blessing. When we realize the magnitude of what we've done in regards to having this abortion, we realize that, yes, this is unmerited favor from God. So let God reveal himself to you and areas that need healing. He will bring to you what is specifically needed for your healing. He may speak to you through someone, a billboard, a radio station, or another method. When we deal with this sin of abortion and the realization that God did intend for the baby to be born, this can bring a deeper wounding that can also bring a deeper healing. If you believe the lie about abortion or another matter, Satan will make sure that he assigns a demon to that lie so that the lie plays out. The fifth thing, have a ceremony with a prayer minister or a trusted friend or friends or a group that provides this teaching. You could include balloons, flowers, a certain memento, and write a letter to your child and read it out loud. Writing a letter to Zachariah for me was very healing for me. It helped with the closure. It helped with his identity and mine as well. Some questions I have for you that you might want to consider as part of the ministry of processing an abortion. Number one, what lies have you believed about abortion? Number two, can you think of anyone else that I didn't mention that needs to be on your list to forgive? Number three, have you given the aborted baby or babies a name? As I mentioned, this does help their identity and yours as well. Number four, have you thought of writing a letter to your baby or babies? All of those questions help bring more healing and wholeness and completeness to you. Now I'd like to say a quick prayer for my listeners that may have had an abortion or abortions. And I just lift up my listeners right now, Father God. I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I ask for your unmerited favor and blessing upon those that are seeking your guidance in the ministry of processing an abortion or abortions that they've had. And I ask that you lead God and direct them in the way that you want them to go and specifically any healing that they need in the way of the abortion or abortions that they've had, Lord. I ask that you specifically speak to each one of them. Let them know that you are there for them. Let them know of what to repent of, what to ask of you, what they need from you. These people are hurting, Lord, and they want to speak the truth. They need to know the truth. They need to know where you were when this happened. And I ask that you just lead, guide them, and direct them along as they seek you in this matter. That you give them your peace that surpasses all understanding. I thank you, Lord, that you are speaking to them now that you are starting to heal them now, that you are going to provide the people that need to be for them and to support them during this time and to go through this. I ask that they come out on the other side of this and I ask for many testimonies to be told because your word says, Lord, that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. I thank you, Lord, that more of these women are rising up and speaking their testimony. And I just 
break off any word curses right now spoken over them, that they would not follow through with this, that no one would hear their testimony, and that they would not be healed, they would not be comforted. I just break off all those. Your word says, decree a thing and it shall be established. I speak right now and I say that these things are decreed, that they will become healed, whole, and complete, and bringing others out of the pit, out of corruption, to speak their testimonies. And it will prevent others from going to the abortion clinics or wherever they went or wherever these people know of where this could be done, that they will not go there. And I just prophetically set them off of that bad train track and set them on God's train track, that they will go in the direction that you would have them to go, Father God. I just cover these words and prayers with the blood of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, listeners, for listening. I pray that this sets you on your journey to start your healing and to bring you completeness and wholeness if you've had an abortion or abortions. You be blessed knowing God has provided in this situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye now.